Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, what's going on, guys? Got Justin Leonard on the podcast this week. About 12 minutes, I sat down with him at the Country Club Virginia on the James River course about the day before he teed it off in the Dominion Energy Charity Classic there in Richmond, first leg of the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs. And, uh, you know, Thursdays are always good, right? It's practice day. You see guys tinkering. He went out there, played his pro-am, and then hits the range for a good 40 minutes. I mean, this guy's grinding. 51, his first full season on the PGA Tour Champions, and he's taken this really seriously. He said that the energy, the feelings when you're in the hunt is the same as it was for him on the PGA Tour, but it, the same in the big events, and, and that's something that that's impressive. That's something he's hanging on to. He was there, right there in the mix at Pebble. He hasn't won yet on the PGA Tour Champions. 17 starts so far this year. Now we're in the playoffs, but he did get second place, solo second. He made it to a playoff in Pebble Beach at the Pure Insurance Championship. And that was a big one uh, just to get in the mix and, and get the feel again. But, yeah, this guy's a competitor, 12-time PGA Tour winner, and there's a lot we get into here in the Ryder Cup. Would he be captain if he was ever asked that? I know in the past he's been asked to be a vice captain, and he said no at the time. That was a few years ago. But we get into that at the end of, the, of this short interview. And also fatherhood, too. He's going to a lot of lacrosse games, a lot of lacrosse practices these days. There's a lot happening for Justin Leonard uh, doing some dad duties. But, he, of course, Golf Channel stuff he did. He was just out there at the Ryder Cup covering that. So a lot to to say about in this most recent Ryder Cup, his thoughts on that, and and just a lot in general here with Justin Leonard. Hope you guys enjoy it. It's not super long, as you know, it's about 12 minutes, but here's Justin Leonard on Beyond the Clubhouse. All right, joined by Justin Leonard, 12-time PGA Tour winner, and here we are on the PGA Tour Champions, and you've been knocking on the door, second at Pebble Beach. Played well in the AmFam earlier in the summer. What's uh, what's it been like for you out here? Uh, it's been fun. I I really kind of put my clubs away for a few years and uh, worked for NBC and Golf Channel, and which I, I enjoyed a lot. And now getting back into you know just focusing on one person's game versus 156 guys. So uh, it's been fun. It's um it's a lot of work. It's these guys out here. If, although it's it's much. It's a you know kind of a uh, a lower key atmosphere and vibe and everything. Um, it's still pretty highly competitive, and you know guys love to win as as I do, and and um, so putting a lot of work in. Um, but it's been fun. I you know, at times I've fallen into a couple of of you know former habits that I I had uh, thought I'd um, you know kind of put away, but um, kind of I think I'm recognizing those things more and um, you know maybe my work as being an analyst um, you know helps me at times to kind of think about my own game. Well, I was going to say speaking of that work when you see John Rahm and you see some of these guys win U.S. Opens and win big events how does that affect your game and how aggressive you want to be or how much different you want might want to play? Yeah it's I, I think the the strategy um, watching the best players in the world on the PGA Tour 
you know, everything's about pushing the ball up there as far as you can and being very aggressive, uh, especially off the tee. And so I think that's something that, that I've tried to incorporate at times into my game. Uh, you know, I still find myself hitting, you know, some, some three woods and five woods and, and even this week, you know, a couple shorter clubs and that. But, you know, that's just because, the, you know, certain things don't, don't suit my eye. But, I mean, as far as par fives and stuff, trying to be more aggressive and, and push the ball up by the green if I can't get there. Um, all of those things I've, I've you know, gotten more and more comfortable with as I've as I've played tournament golf this year. Interesting. And you also, as I think about TV work, while you're doing TV work last year at Brookline, you had a chance uh, to go on that famous 17th green. Mm-hmm. And weren't you uh, doing some research there? Scotty Scheffler may have given you his putter and uh, explain that story there. Yeah. So our, our producer, Tommy Roy, asked me, you know, when I was going to be walking the back nine and it was Wednesday afternoon and and or Wednesday morning, actually. And he said, well, you know, shoot me a text when you're nearby. I want to send a camera crew over there and just, you know, see what the reception's like, that kind of thing. So I've kind of got my nose in the book. I've been following around Scotty um, and Justin Thomas for a few holes. And, and my instructor, Randy Smith, was following Scotty and everything. So kind of got my nose in the in my book as I'm walking up on the green and and I get up to the front edge and you know they're all kind of standing on the front and Scotty hands me his putter and and Justin throws a ball down and Bones is on the back of the green and throws down a little rubber cup where you know about where the hole was and he's like show us the putt so um so that was fun and then I think I did something else um you know later in the day with Sky Sports uh there on 17 so um fun to be back I haven't actually been back to uh, the country club since 99. So, um, actually, no, I'm sorry. I did one time, uh, back in like 02 or 03, just for a day to, to shoot some stuff. But, um, but it was fun being back on the, on the grounds, walking the golf course again. And, and, you know, the routing changed a little bit from when we played at 99 to, uh, to the U S open last year. Uh, and it's grown quite a bit too. They've, they've added a few back tees and things like that, but it was certainly fun to get back there. Well, big 99 Ryder Cup moment for you. Um, what what else sticks out about just the camaraderie and the um, just the great memories of the Ryder Cup when you look back? It is. It's it's great memories. The you know the practice rounds, getting to know your peers better. Um, you know, even though you're around each other a lot week to week, playing golf tournaments and things like that. Um, you know, it's it's very intensive, much intensified at the Ryder Cup. So getting to know players better, um, you know, their families and their wives and things like that. Uh, I've always enjoyed that part of it. And, you know, the banter that goes on in the practice rounds, uh, it's a lot of fun and and the dinners and things. um, You know, it's always a good, whether you win or lose, it's a great week. Um, Obviously, it's a little better if you win. Um, but even being in a losing effort, it's still a great week just because you're, you know, trying to come together and accomplish something as a team. Right. Well, and as a team, you got to see the different teams there as you did TV uh, earlier this month, or I should say in September. What was that like? What was your kind of takeaway from the U.S. coming up short again this, against Europe here? Yeah, it was, um, you know, I thought the golf course was set up very similar to uh, how it was in, in Paris four years prior. Um, narrow fairways, very deep rough. Uh, they wanted the golf course difficult and, and to kind of make you play from the fairway. And, and, you know, in the U.S., especially on the PG Tour, you know, whether you're in the rough or not, it doesn't make a huge difference week to week. You know, the goal is just to get it down there as far as you can. So, um, you know, the Europeans tend to have a setup similar to that. Uh, when we go over there and play and and you know they also had the benefit of the Italian Open is there which I know not every player plays that that event but quite a few do from the European side um, 
and you know they were all playing really well i mean they i think seven or eight of them finished top 10 at the bmw just a couple weeks before wentworth a very good golf course um and it just it looked like you know the majority of our guys hadn't played in a while um and i know after a long season like you do want some downtime and things like that but um um, it just looked like the the U.S. side, the games weren't just weren't as sharp as certainly not as much as the Europeans were. Definitely, yeah, I I thought the same thing. And you know, when we think about coming up, what's ahead in the schedule? And I think about Troon, we're going back to the Open Championship where you won in '97. Uh, what 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 is your thoughts of Troon as an Open course, and and what comes to mind when you think of of that Open? Well, I love Troon for personal reasons. Um, uh, I think it's it's a really fun golf course to play, um, you know, playing out and, and typically your typical wins, it's a little pretty, you know, not easy, but much easier going out than it is coming back. Um, you know, I've got great memories there. I, I remember, you know, shots I hit on Sunday and throughout the week um, when I'm there. So I haven't played an Open since 16, since it was at Troon, but I, I, I'm planning on playing next year. Uh, which will be a lot of fun and, and take my family over because uh, my wife has seen it, but my kids haven't. So so that'll be fun to, to kind of share and experience that with them. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a great links at layout. Um, you know, there's not a lot of drivers on the on the. Well, that may change now that the whole strategy thing. Um, but there's there's certainly not as many drivers on the way out. And then, um, you know, when you turn turn coming back in. Uh, the golf course is very demanding, and uh, you've got to, to be extremely precise. And you know the two, you know, I, you think of the eighth, the postage stamp, uh, and then the eleventh, um, you know, two holes that can just really put fear into you. Um, and um, so it's just, it's a fun golf course. Um, it's always fun to play in an Open Championship, but for me personally, um, you know, there's nothing better than playing at Troon. Do you prefer it in uh, worse weather or better weather, or does it matter? Uh, I prefer it in, in, you know, mediocre weather. Um, you know, the weather was really good when I won in 97. Um, uh, it was a little windy the first day, but then the last three days were nice. Um, I, you know, I don't think anybody really likes playing in rain and wind and all that. Um, I don't mind a bit of wind, but, um, you know, I also wouldn't mind playing in short sleeves and, and having the sun out for a bit too. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that your family's going to come out, um, all four kids and, and your wife, I assume. Yeah, that's, um, that's the plan right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about, uh, you had mentioned on Claude Harmon's podcast that you love that they can see dad work, that, that, that hard work leads to things. They, they can see that now as you're back to the grind and, and, and playing. Um, how, how special is that to be able to kind of show them what hard work is, basically? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard in, when I was doing television for them to really see what I was doing other than the time I was on the air and they would you know watch here and there but um, you know it's a lot of work but it, most of it is that week um, yes I do some reading and things like that on my weeks off to, to kind of keep up with things but um, you know most of the work happened when I was at the tournament uh, for those six or seven days and and you know my time off my when I my weeks were at home um, you know I, I had a lot of free time and um, which was great and fun, and I got to see a lot of lacrosse and soccer games and volleyball and all that. Um, but, um, you know, now they're seeing me put the hours in and, and getting up early and getting in the gym and the time at, at the golf course and things like that. Um, and so I, I think I'm happy that they're able to see how hard I am working. 
um, because I've, you know, our, our kids, I hope they model the good things that I do and not some of the other things. Um, but, um, but it seems to have worked because they, our kids are, you know, they're hard workers. They work hard in school and their sports and things like that. Um, but you know, nothing's for nothing. I mean, with, with, to achieve something you want to, a lot of time there comes sacrifice and, and, you know, maybe it's time with friends or, you know, those kind of things where you've got to, you know, you've got to kind of buckle down and say, it's probably not the best thing for me right now. Um, so I didn't have to do that for a few years. I'm certainly doing that now, but I'm still getting to enough, you know, lacrosse games and, and some golf matches that, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to watch my kids. I love watching them. And, and, uh, you know, now with two girls in college, parents weekends and sorority formals and those things. So, um, you know, we happen to, to stay pretty busy in the Leonard household. Well, you mentioned that Luke, uh, your, your youngest had picked up golf during COVID. Um, how, how much has golf been a part of, of him playing just recently these last couple of years? Uh, it's had a, a, kind of an influence on me and in, in my playing um when he started playing you know I was uh I was think I was around 48 or turning 48 and I thought well I, I should probably get some clubs I mean I the clubs I had um you know were, were fairly old and and so that's when I started to get into it and and um uh he loves you know playing on the high school golf team um loves working at it um, he's not our youngest. Our youngest is Sky in, in eighth grade. And um, he, he played a little bit when we lived in Colorado, but he's kind of gone away from it. Now he plays a lot of lacrosse. And, um, and so actually we're, you know, we travel a decent bit to watch him play. He's got a tournament, um, you know, a couple of tournaments this fall where, you know, we're getting on an airplane to go. So it's fun. It's very high level lacrosse. And, um, you know, some of the things that I learned about putting the work in and all those things, I try and, and, uh, and give him a little bit of information. Um, but I don't know very much about lacrosse. So he's on his own there. He's got to listen to his coaches. That's great, man. And, and just wrapping up, uh, the Ryder Cup, um, if you were to ever get a chance to be asked, uh, I know you've been asked in the past about assistant captains or vice captaincy, uh, but if you were to be asked to be the captain of the U.S. team, you know, how would you respond to it and what kind of honor would that be? Uh, I would do it, whether a vice captain or, or um, you know, the captain. Um, I think that when I was asked, it just, it, personally, it didn't feel like the right time for me and, and what was going on in my life and golf and those things. And I think, um, you know, now I would certainly welcome the opportunity to, um, you know, to, to help in whatever way that was possible, whether it's being a vice captain or, or captain. So, um, you know, my, my phone's on. So, um, but you know, it's, you know, the guys in the room, I'm sure they have, you know, plans and, and, you know, I'd love to be a part of that at some point. That's great. Well, Justin Leonard, thanks again for your time and I uh, appreciate it. And good luck the rest of the way with the rest of the PGA Tour champion season. Thanks, Garrett. Appreciate it. All right. My thanks to Justin Leonard. I love that thought there, the possibility of being captain. He is all in. His phone is on. It's go time, so we'll see how Justin does. And here we are in the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs. How will he do coming down the stretch? Is he going to have a good finish? I mean, maybe the first win doesn't come in this first full season, but you can tell he's hungry for it. He's been working on the game. As I said, 40-minute rain session after his pro-am on Thursday at the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. So he's really been going after it. But, yeah, Justin Leonard, uh, I thought it was a fun little 12-minute chat, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll catch up soon here on Beyond the Clubhouse.